Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the moment has arrived. It's here. It's come. We've witnessed it. No, not Ash Wednesday for those who practice. No, not Valentine's Day for those who like to eat chocolate. Pitchers and catchers reported to spring training. So, yes, we are officially underway. Could kind of say this is the 2024 baseball season. So, you didn't believe me, but I told you it was coming. Here it is. So, before we get started, a couple storylines coming out of the opening day. Of course, you know, Aaron Boone gave the uh, press conference. Well, I guess not opening day, but I guess the first days of pitches and catches reporting to spring training. But nevertheless, got the whole spring to go. Plus, we'll get into spring training games coming up soon. And before you know it, we'll be at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx with actual baseball games. So, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Section 420 Talking Yankees, the podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcast. And also, you might make sure you get over to the YouTube channel there as well. Section 420 Talking Yankees, the visual version of the show, the VV version of the show. Uh, get episodes there as well. But again, you want to be a podcast subscriber because you're probably going to get things a little sooner. You probably get things a little bit more often. So, um, you know, you don't want to go through the long withdrawals without Section 420 Talking Yankees. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. So the moment arrived. Pitches and catch reported. Now, we know there have been a couple of players and pitches there ready uh, for a while, uh, mainly uh, Carlos Rendon as well as Nesta Cortez, kind of working back from their injuries uh, from 2023. But of course, now you got the full squad of pitches there. And of course, Aaron Boone giving his first press conference. Not really big out of that. But of course, you know, I guess two things really come out of that was one being that he's quote-unquote, hell-bent on being a world uh, champion. So, I mean, we've never seen, we've seen that type of strong language from him. I don't say it's strong, but, you know, him just being that really direct about it. Uh, he's just kind of, you know, beats around the bush. Yeah, we give it our best shot, all that stuff. But actually saying, we want to be champions there. So, uh, you know, a little, little, little drive out of him. This is a little different, you know, just than we would normally see out of Boone. And is that because, you know, kind of this, you know, this sticking Girardi up there in the, in the Yes uh, broadcast booth to kind of criticize his moves? I don't know, but nevertheless, a little bit of a fiery boom. But of course, a little drama there. We hear that now. Scott Efros. Uh, now he was the uh, right-handed pitcher from the Cubs at uh, Cashman, born in 2022. And for the you know small handful of games he pitched, it was good, effective. But it was a nice weapon to have. But of course, you know, like a, a lot of Cashman's moves that um, 2022 season, he ended up uh, going down, needing Tommy John surgery, which took him out for the entire 2023 season. Now, figure, all right, great, we'll get him back, okay. Um, you know, just because, you know, he'd be important, especially the fact that now Michael King is shipped out there to San Diego. But now we hear that he's had a setback. So it turns out he actually had a back surgery in December, which, you know, the Yankees kept the lid on and, um, you know, and Boone let it out that he did have that procedure. So now you're looking at a situation where he's going to be pushed back. They put him on this, officially put him on the 60-day uh, IL list. But now this is like a guy like, I don't know, maybe he's going to come back in the middle of the season or maybe we just don't see him at all. And it's kind of this point because he was supposed to be someone you would count on just the fact that Michael King wasn't around anymore. And know other players could step up, you know, obviously Lil Weisiger and Tommy Canely and so forth. But you were hoping for Scott Efros because, you know, he's kind of a funky sidearm there. He's a good weapon. And now you don't know if you're going to have him there. So, uh, you know, so you're right out of the gate, you know, just, you know, pick it up from the previous couple of seasons with the Yankees starting right off with an injury. And if that's not good enough for you, it turns out they're going to bring back Lou Trevino. Uh, now, he was someone who from last year also wasn't there um, before the season started. They determined that he needed Tommy John surgery. So he missed the entire 2023 season as well. So now you figure a guy like that, you know, the Yankees eventually um, parted ways with him at the end of the season. But now they bring him back on a one-year deal. When you're like, why? He's had Efros go down. He's an injury play guy. Now you got this guy Trevino. I know he had his Tommy John surgery. He's working his way back. But again, same deal. He's working his big injury. You don't know what he get from this guy. Now you're going to give him a, 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 it's a one-year deal with a club option for 2025. So it's not a big deal. You're not like on the hook for the guy. But again, I just see like, why? You're dealing, why? You have injured players already. Now you're bringing another guy who just came off his surgery. I mean, why are you collecting these guys there? So... 
the movie doesn't make much sense for me. I mean, it's not a terrible movie. You know, if it doesn't work out, you can just, again, you can just DFA the guy, put him on waivers, or just say, hey, go home, take your money. Um, so it's not terrible, but I don't see the, the point of doing it. But nevertheless, he came over with Frankie Montas in 2022. And look, he, it was decent. You know, if you want to look at his numbers, um, you know, for the, the small handful of games he pitched for the Yankees, it was 22 games. Uh, record of one and two, which you don't put too much stock in that. You're a relief pitcher, you know, a lot of that's circumstantial. But you look at his ERA, 1.66. So, hey, in 22 games and an ERA in the two. So, you know, that, that's respectable. Only 32 years old. So it's not like he's like an old guy. But again, it's just one of those moves like, like why? But nevertheless, Lou Trevino back with the Yankees there. And maybe he can contribute. We'll see. Maybe he has a good bounce back. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll, you know, I have no problem being wrong there as well. And there's a couple other moves the Yankees make. A little minor tinkering, as you know, Cashman's been doing. Trading to the Brewers now. It would be nice to trade, you know, to get Corbin Burns from the Brewers. But I guess, you know, that, that didn't work out. But nevertheless, the Yankees do make a trade with the Brewers. And that is uh, Clayton Andrews, a left-handed pitcher. Uh, trade him for minor leaguer, Joshua Quazada. Now, I want to look at the numbers of these two. I, I don't really understand this trade. Now, Clayton Andrews, um, you know, obviously, he, only, he was only pitched like a, a, for, a, he was only for a cup of coffee last season in Brewers, so I won't put too much stock in his numbers, but look at these numbers. Record of 0-1, okay, who cares about that? It was in four games. He pitched a total of 3.1 innings, had four strikeouts. All right, four strikeouts and three innings. Okay, that's okay. But a, a lovely ERA of 27. Yes, you heard me correctly. His ERA is 2.7.0. So this guy, yeah, he had a couple of strikes, but he also got blown up in the four games he pitched in. So, again, it's a small handful of games. So you're not going to put too much stock in it. But now this is the reason why this move just makes my head scratch. Look, now look at the guy who we gave up. Now, these are minor league numbers. So, you know, the minors. But still, look at his numbers. 6-0 and record. So you have a guy 6-0 and versus 0-1. Okay. Now he pitched in 11 games. ERA of 3.69. So an ERA on the four. And had 48 strikeouts in 46.1 innings. So the only difference is that obviously we're getting a left-hander. Clayton Andrews is like okay, you know. I remember Cashman's in on, but we're getting a guy who is 0-1 with an ERA of 27, and we're giving the Brewers a guy who is 6-0 in the minors. Now in the minors, 6-0 with an ERA under four. Doesn't really seem like an even trade there. So unless there's something about Andrews that Cashman likes or thinks they could develop into something, yeah. Again, these are minor moves. You might not even see it in the majors uh, two years from now. So it's not something you fret over. But again, it's just like why? This does not make sense. You had a minor league with some decent numbers. Maybe save him for, for another trade. So even before that, um, Yankees making another move, claiming Jordan Groshans off of waivers uh, from the Miami Marlins. Now to make room for that, the Yankees had a part with one of the, again the Yankees have been stocking up left-handers, uh, Matt Crook. So he does for assignment so he's no longer a new york yankee so hey you know hats off to him he had a little hurrah there in 2023 but not a guy you're gonna miss anyway but now at least this move makes sense because he's a third baseman um you know obviously the yankees right now slot a dj there for third base but to go to have someone who actually a comparable guy who could play third base obviously the yankees would probably mix in peraza there as well a little bit but this guy's an actual third baseman so this move at least makes sense and matt crook i mean if you gotta say goodbye to him it's really no skin you know whatever i mean it doesn't make a difference anyway so this move at least makes sense i i i, I applaud cashman for this one and again not, not a huge resume but you want to look at his numbers um for the marlins 61 at bats not really a lot, a ton, but again, some good numbers here. 16 hits, uh, batting average of 262, and one home run. All right, decent numbers there for a handful of games. And he's a third baseman, something the Yankees could use. Of course, right now, you know, DJ's a de facto third baseman because he may shuffle him around a little bit. He's getting a little old, and of course, he's been dealing with injuries and stuff. So you got some of the comparable that could play third base. Hey, we don't know if this guy's going to be on the, on the major league roster, but at least you know he has something like that. So at least that move makes sense. But the Clayton Andrews, Quisada trade, eh, I don't know. But nevertheless, 
that is that with that. And of course, you know, Blake Snell's still floating out there. Now you're hearing reports that he wants a seven-year deal, which is like, okay, he's not getting that from anybody right now. So he's out there. Could the Yankees take him? Yeah, I mean, I've heard people say, I've heard, you know, the whole thing is like, well, you know, the Yankee thing to do is that right after the Baltimore picked up uh, Corbin Burns, that the Yankees would answer right back with getting Blake Snell. Like, don't do something stupid out of that. Just, if the move makes sense, make it. But seven years for that guy is way too much. Six years is probably too much, though. So I would, uh, again, yeah, it would be nice to have Blake Snell here. Of course, it gives you a much better chance to win a World Series next year. But, you know, you don't want to be on a long hook for someone who's like, he has a good resume, but it's, you know, he's this guy that maybe three years from now can start falling off. You don't know that much. So I would not invest seven years in this guy, even six years in a guy. So um, I think Cashman's doing the right move, same pat. Maybe, you know, once we start, you know, getting into the season, maybe Blake Snell and his agent come together and say, all right, let's give in. And maybe the Yankees could get him for five years. But okay, maybe I'll entertain that. But uh, Blake Snell in dreamland right now thinking he could get a seven-year deal. But he remains unsigned. So Possibly could he come in at some point? Maybe, but I just don't think the Yankees are going to go there. Just the fact that they feel like they got the guy in Stroman. You know, they didn't go after Burns. Um, so they probably figure, all right, you know, we're kind of set with the rotation right now. We like the rotation. We feel Rendon's going to come back and be a little healthier. And of course, Nesta's going to be back. And of course, we got Cole up there. And they probably figure, all right, we'll just stand pat and go to war with this for now. And if we need somebody in the, in the middle of the season, there's always a move to be made. And, you know, so I think that's where the Yankees are going to go at that point. This is getting probably, you know, this is probably going to be uh, the roster. And I mentioned before with Rendon, you know, he reported to spring training early. And, you know, he gave him some statements. Obviously, lost some weight in the offseason. Feel like, you know, obviously last year we know it was a disappointment. And, shockingly, he shaved the mustache. So he felt that maybe it was just part of the whole, va- you know, as he called it, bad juju in it. Uh, maybe some bad vibes. And maybe he figured just getting rid of the mustache and getting rid of all that. And, you know, having a healthy season where he's not kind of blown up in the field. And blowing kisses to the fan. And showing up Matt Blake there on the pitcher's mound there. So this wants, this is going to be a so, sort of different rondone there without the mustache. So if, the, if it was the mustache I was holding him back last season, then I'm glad he's shaving it off. So that's the episode. You know, so the pitcher kind of here reported. Next week will be the full squad of uh, all the position players. Uh, and again, Boone out there putting the message that he's hell-bent on being a champion. So hopefully that is the case for 2024. We'll catch you next time.